Welcome to the segment of Soul, Silence, and Sound brought to you by Be Simply. Sometimes my hair's alright, I dwell on my past lives, act like I'm transcending. But I gotta do my best to do what mama says, not get offended. Cause I even try brought to you by Be Simply, and I want to thank you all for listening in. And at this moment, as we're heading into a full moon here on planet Earth in a year that will be known as 2023 in the spring season in the northern hemisphere and the fall season in the southern hemisphere, we are at this just these two change seasons that just encourage change and transformation so you can really anchor in the element when it's fully in its yin and yang. And I've been talking about activating and creating, and that's definitely what uh, we're welcome to do, especially in spring and leading into winter uh, for those in the Southern hemisphere. And so when we think about creating and having that blank canvas, that clean slate, there's something that's really helpful to do on a daily basis. And that's hence the making things right. So inadvertently, we all have these propensities to repeat certain habits, patterns, ways, idiosyncrasies, all these different kinds of things that make us unique and beautiful. However, sometimes those habits tend to uh, maybe shore up other habits that are not in your highest and best. So if one gets in the habit of being responsible on a daily basis, meaning making things right on a daily basis, there's less to clean up. So it's kind of like you put some dishes in the sink, you keep adding more dishes in the sink, And then all of a sudden you have a huge pile of dishes to clean up versus if you did it as you went along. And obviously that's not always possible. But when we get into the habit of it, it's much more effortless and we don't even think about it. So we can do this on a daily basis with our mind, with our words, with our physical body, and really call out anything and all things that are not serving us, kind of bow down to them, if you will. And it's not in judgment, it's just acknowledging like, wow, that's still here. And sometimes that will happen a lot when I'm working with people one-on-one, they'll uh, really see the truth of an aspect of themselves or a situation and make peace and are ready to move on and then it rises back up. And it's kind of like that. So in the effort, if we make things right, on a daily basis, and I'll explain what that entails and what that means, then it really uh, diffuses that a propensity to keep repeating that. And when we talk about um, karma in general and from a moment to moment basis, and then also in the eternal basis, we're either um, creating efforts that create merit that are for the benefit of self and others, or we're creating efforts that are diminishing for self and others. So in the plight of making things right daily, how this helps is this will actually 
really cleanse, purify your mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual being. Also, it keeps you aware of what's going on. It keeps you in a little bit deeper, honest place with yourself. And when you start to get used to looking at yourself and observing yourself and then observing yourself in relationship to others. And this, these are very important practices because it gives you a sense of what is in the exchange of your life. And even when we observe ourselves with others, we can notice where uh, certain energies aren't being exchanged, so there's no reason to push. Uh, we can notice how our language even changes, how our thoughts changes, change when we're around certain people, places, and things. And when this occurs, that introspection helps us really harness what actually is unfolding for ourselves and others. And then when we see it, then we have the chance to say, okay, what is my action going to be that will assist, either keep it neutral, uh, benefit all that are involved to the best of your ability or knowledge, or are you going to repeat something that will diminish self and others? And so oftentimes it's difficult for many to understand that what's going on in their mind is really um, a good evaluation of where one is at, and that can change from day to day. It also is important to understand that that what's going on in the mind is actually impacting everyone around you. And if your children aren't close by, it's still impacting because you have an electromagnetic connection with them till uh, either one of you exits, exits this life form. And then even after there's still a charge there uh, with that individual, many people will say someone visited them in the dreams. This is because there's still electromagnetic charge uh, and also a karmic exchange there. One never knows uh, the depth of our relationship with one another beyond maybe the serendipity of ending up in the same family together or working with one another or be in relationship with one another. So this idea of making things right, um, we've gone over, I've done segments on the Hopa Ono Ono, which in the Hawaiian tradition, it's kind of understood that we never know where it starts and where it ends. So we take full responsibility, ask for forgiveness, uh, and express our love and gratitude. And similar to uh, any other tradition, spiritual or theological or nature-based, it's kind of honoring that which is uh, and then really acknowledging where you just miss the mark according to you. And this is not intended to limit yourself or get one into a state of mind where that you're degrading yourself, where you're in a self-loathing state that would be causing harm to yourself and others. And so we really want to utilize the idea of making things right as I call it a kind of a sweeping. Uh, you go in and around a situation and you just keep sweeping. Sweep, sweep, sweep till the, the debris is no longer there. There's not an electrical charge in those dust particles in connection to you and the events and all that good stuff. And 
if we're in the practice of starting and ending our day with this awareness, you're going to have a lot less luggage to carry and you'll realize it's important just to put it down. And the sooner you put something down, the better. Uh, the more you talk about it, the more you bring it up, you're going to charge it and make that into a bigger and bigger and bigger ball to carry. Also, this habit of like creating like mountains out of molehills, so to speak, will then become a propensity that you might do in your everyday life, meaning that all things become mountains versus really keeping them in their space. So what this kind of looks like is the sweeping, I, I call it, is one, you know, if at the end of the day, we'll take you there. If you do a recapitulation, I'll share this with uh, my meditation students, that if you recapitulate your entire day and just push a rewind button so you could see everything in fast motion without judgment, just looking at what occurred. And in that moment, if there's something that you need to take responsibility, this is a step further that we um, go be, this is going beyond what I instruct in just a simple meditation practice, is that if there's anything there, you kind of walk around it. And again, without judgment. And then you might note like, wow, um, I, I wasn't my best there. And that's where you kind of bow down to it. You can ask for forgiveness. You can call it out um, in certain faiths. That's called confession. Either way, you're just owning it. You're like, hey, wow, I did that. And if you keep it on a lighter scale, this is also helpful. It's not to minimize um, what you did, especially if it's something very large. But it's also to keep it in perspective because it's no longer here. And then from there... As you see, maybe what wasn't in your highest and best in a given day. And this isn't just outward actions. This is inward actions, too. And you really want to start there and then go into the outward world. They'll reflect one another. So the first step would be to call it out, to acknowledge it. You know, have I been in a place in my mind that I have not been kind to myself or others? And then you call that out. You're like, hey, I, you know, I was really chewing on this bone about X, Y, and Z, and that's not beneficial to myself or someone else. And so you own it. And then you just ask for forgiveness or peace or neutrality with it, really letting it go. And then you might look at how you communicated and you were communicating to self and others thought communication, but then verbal communication. When we start to speak something that's bringing it into the manifest world, the, the physical granular world that we perceive. And then from there, you want to evaluate what were you doing with your physical body and your actions when you're in motion? Was it for the benefit or was there anything that you're doing to self and or others that uh, degraded? And whatever you see, again, without judgment, just owning what you need to own, especially if there's habits there. Let's say you struggle uh, with your body image and let's say that you utilize food to control that misperception of who you are. And so this attachment to utilizing food with control can be harmful to yourself 
and then also to others uh, because ultimately the people that love us and are close by they don't like to see us in distress they don't want to see us in distress so when anyone senses someone in distress that's you know can be difficult uh, mind you if you're in a place where you can't have you're only like able to handle you that's totally understandable and my heart goes out to you and I have a lot of compassion for that and it's really important you get help but as you get stronger then you realize like wow I can keep myself in center in right action with myself I can make things right with myself on a daily basis so the more that you practice this on a daily basis, you'll be really pleasantly surprised as to what unfolds for you. It's uh, quite magical and it's freeing. So you have less things to carry around uh, because we store lots of things. And this is the other aspect with karmic action is that we might, let's say, accidentally say the wrong thing to someone. They get upset they react and maybe they hold it against you there's something more there than the initial back and forth and so that's where we bring in that humility we bow down to it we understand that there's something more there because it may not make sense at face value in the moment that is to be realized and neutralized and made right so that both beings or many beings can be at peace with that moment and imagine all the people everywhere daily took ownership for their transgressions, their flub ups, their uh, grasping, all these things. If they took responsibility for that daily, what's going to happen is the whole world bit by bit would come into a place of um, harmony with themselves and others and learn how to flow in a way that doesn't uh, stop living, but it also uh, will reduce the amount of suffering that we impose on one another. And understand also that sometimes we're grasping for like big things, things that perceptually could be perceived to give um, someone a better life. However, that grasping can cause distress to self maybe you can't meet that goal or that vision or and or it might cause distress to others around um, maybe they are uncomfortable with what you're grasping for so it doesn't mean that you don't shoot for the goals that you have you don't look and aspire to those but also to keep them in perspective to understand why you are reaching for them a good example is karmically when someone has the destiny to come in and be famous. There's a lesson in there, and it's not what many people think. It's uh, to learn a lot about what it means to be in a position in the world where many people grasp at you, not because uh, one is a they want to be their good friend it's because they want something from them and that gets very sticky and not so comfortable a valuable lesson uh, to learn and uh, also a valuable lesson to understand that people that have your back and are true and sincere friends are priceless and so fame is a great teacher but it doesn't you know always translate to the way one would think uh, because of the footprint. Also, 
there's a longer footprint. So someone that has made in the quote unquote history books, there's a, a, a meandering karmic imprint because people are weighing in and then people are twisting the history hundreds of years later saying it was this, that, or the other. So this person that might have done amazing things all of a sudden is part of this additional karma that one could ever imagine or forecast. So uh, that is why uh, in certain Eastern practices, the play is to keep the footprint small. That's less cleanup, less sweeping, if you will. So as we go into today's uh, meditation, I want to encourage you uh, I'll lead you in a little bit just to observe where you're at right now and where you need sweeping, whether you um, are feeling fantastic, whether you have some things that are weighing on you, uh, whatever it might be, this is the opportunity just to walk around it, feel it, flow with it. And then as you do that, you have this ability to make things right. And as I stated, it's first acknowledging what it is, uh, owning it, and then bowing down to it, asking uh, however you would like to relate to the creator, great spirit, God, whatever words you like to do, your, your practices within a deity practice, just asking for support to release that and forgiveness and forgiving yourself and all your relations, really. And then from there, it's really about just sweeping. You let it go, and then you really uh, fill it with love. Fill yourself with love. Fill the situation with love. Letting it rest, not having to do anything, not having to overhandle it. Just being like, "Hey, I'm gonna bow down to this. I'm gonna, you know, say I'm sorry, own it, ask for forgiveness, and then send it with a lot of love." And then giving gratitude for it because it ultimately becomes your teacher, especially uh, these, these sticky aspects of ourself become the, the jewels that we will be destined in this lifetime and maybe other lifetimes to transform. And then it's like, wow, if I never had this experience, I would have never had all these realizations. And more than not, when we're met with adversity, a couple things are happening. You're actually a karmic ripening is there, meaning that cause and effect is cooperating and you have a cosmic debt due. And then based on your deposits, you'll be supported in a certain way. So it's exciting because you get to balance your books, so to speak, within regard to that one incident or situation or lifetime situation. Also, you have this opportunity to like clean the slate so that as you move forward, you have a new awareness, you have a, a ability to bring more consciousness to your everyday life if you so do choose. And this is where the habitual patterns that keep happening need to be met on a daily basis. And I hear this many times when I'm working with someone one-on-one. -on -one. They just can't let it go. They got to keep chewing on the bone and that's okay. We can keep going around because I know eventually they're going to be ready to set it down and then they're going to be like, whoa. And it's kind of like that. You're just like, whoa, what the heck? Like what was going on? Like, whoa. you know, it's almost like you can't believe that you went through that whole process and didn't see it the way you see it. And it's sometimes shocking, liberating, um, all those kinds of things. So 
just know when you get to that threshold, you're at a point where you can really truly make things right because you make an agreement with yourself that you're not going to participate in those aspects of yourself any longer because you realize how they uh, deterred you, how they maybe harmed you, how they potentially harmed others. And um, it feels like a fresh start on so many levels. And so this is an exciting thing that you can do on a daily basis. So you can do that recapitulation at night. And then in the morning when you're coming out of dream time, if you're aware of your dreaming or not, before you go into meditation, just taking a moment just to orient yourself towards the day, bring yourself into where you would want to be, your true north, so that you can flow in a way that you're um, having the smallest imprint throughout the day. And then when you meet yourself at the end of the day, you can see how you did, again, without judgment. But that consistent meeting yourself there will really benefit you. And also, to be noted, if there are characters on your set that keep coming in, you'll notice them quicker and you'll know how to navigate them. You're not going to be able to avoid all things in life, but you'll notice them and determine what's the best way to have relationship with them. So with that being said, I want to welcome you to come up into an upright seated position, taking a nice gentle breath in and out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Another one, inhale. And exhale. One more inhale. And exhale. And then gently from there, I just want you just to do a brief recapitulation of everything that's transpired before listening to this segment in this given day, if it's beginning of a day or end of a day, it doesn't matter. Just rewind what you've done thus far. And if there's anything that you want to acknowledge and uh, bow down to and ask for forgiveness and reconciliation, uh, just acknowledge that gently and then just gently kind of in your mind's eye, sweep around it just welcoming it to dissipate and dissolve. And then gently from there, seeing yourself in uh, right action with yourself through the mind, through your physical body, through your speech. And then just welcoming in gratitude and love for all that you're witnessing and how all these interactions that we have on a daily basis are opportunities to learn, grow, and transform. And then gently from there, just taking another deep breath in and out. 
one more inhale. And exhale. Continue to breathe in and out.
Taking a soft, gentle breath in and out of your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual being. And then gently, without staying where your presence is, just recline into Shavasana, corpse pose, a.k.a. prone position on your back. Alternatively, you can curl up into the fetal position on the right or left side. And then gently from there, reconnect to your natural breathing pattern. Allow that to be your focal point as you lead into and receive these sound transmissions.
taking a soft, gentle breath into your heart center, gently breathing in and out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Another one. Inhale. And exhale. And as you continue to breathe in and out, I welcome you to just stay where you're at and be and just kind of sip up like just leading into that silence and sound with that sweeping and if there's anything residual that you want to sweep out in and around the mind your voice your actions you can do in this moment and I just encourage you as you move into the next, just even in this next week until you uh, come to this space again with yourself, see if you can meet yourself there every day, just bringing yourself back to center and in your right action. And just gently to remind everyone that all energy is is energy. You are the one that gives it an opinion and others and this is how we create these effects and if a certain state of being and quality of life is important to you then it's important that you embody those characteristics and those traits so that you can exchange them with the world and then to remember that if you can fill all things that you do with love and joy bliss that it's going to have this resonance that people will feel even if they're not near you. And so as inspired, make things right on a daily basis. Keep that mind clean and clear, that heart open and clear, and your voice, keep it pure and exchange love. So until next time, this is Suzanne signing out. I want to give special thanks to Random Rab. Kadri Scott and Dante Marino will exit out with a sunbeam. And until then, this is Suzanne signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a gentle smile, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply.
I want to thank Kadri Scott, Dante Marino, Random Rab, and the heavens above for supporting this segment of Soul, Silence, and Sound. 